When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Well, there's some plays where I think uh, he doesn't give himself enough credit of his ability to extend. I think back to that, you know, red zone scramble for a touchdown against the Cardinals last year on a critical third down or even keeping drives alive, stealing a first down. Uh, when I call a bad play and, and he's got nobody there to convert um, and he finds a way to uh, extend a play and maybe use his legs to either uh, get that first down or extend a play and make a playoff schedule with his arm. KOC on Pro Football Talk Live with Mike Florio. Has Mike Florio graduated to the number one Kirk hater spot in the power rankings? If we did a power rankings of the biggest Kirk Cousins haters, yep. would, would he be number one? He'd be close. And plus, what's impressive is it's purely, I think, as a fan. So, like, if he didn't love the Vikings, <laughs> yeah, I think he might be critical, but he hates him because he does not. He hates him as a Vikings fan. Yeah, it's like it a, another level. It's like an abusive relationship for him. Well, for a lot of people that also consume this show, too. Yeah, Mackie. 60 plus years. Uh, so, also, I think, was it. Um, what else? Was KOC on something? Is he making the media rounds? Did I see something? I feel like Declan put out something in our text thread yesterday from KOC or Florio. We should get, we've been angling, by the way. We got KOC on a year ago, and it'd be great to get him on this summer at some point. So Work we don't on. do a lot of guests on this show, You're but I think KOC would qualify. Wheels are in motion. That's all I can say. Okay. Your people talking to his people? Hot route. I got a lot of people. That's all I got to say about that. I got a lot of people. And uh, we do, too, and we're grateful for all of you Purple Daily faithful here. Purple Daily is daily Vikings entertainment, even through the dead of the off season. <laughs> In fact, we've got some fun Feedback Friday questions. We're going to do Feedback Friday on a Thursday tomorrow because we're going to do sort of a day after schedule release breakdown on Friday. And a bunch of people chiming in yesterday. Boy, you guys are already out of materials doing a mock schedule. A mock schedule. But then I would say 90% of you totally got it. Thought it was hilarious and and was uh, bowed down to Judd's work ethic for spending three days doing a mock schedule. And by the way, I came I came mildly close. Christmas Day, it's out there now. The second game of the triple header on Christmas Day at Philadelphia, but it's the Giants. Yeah, oh. so you got fifty percent of that. But it's Philadelphia. Right. I did yeah. get that one right. There was nobody saying it, it was going to be them. I don't think so. I think if this was like the mock draft, you enter your mock draft. I think you get like a half point for this because you nailed one of the teams on Christmas. And I nailed. The and you might have nailed the Vikings on Christmas. We don't know yet. And I nailed the time slot for mm-hmm. 
for the Eagles to play host to that game too. So I think wow. I'd get like, I think I'd get a pretty good three like, quarters yeah. credit. You nailed the team. Way to go, Judd. A team, a time slot, a day, mm-hmm. and and the home field. Uh, right. Field, we, well, we already knew that. We sort of knew playing. that one, so I'm not going to take credit for that part. So anyhow, TCL, thanks for sending in pictures of your new TCL TVs. We've seen a few of those this week. TCL has award-winning TVs for any budget, any space, always stunning picture quality. TCL makes more than just TVs. They offer mobile products, audio devices, home appliances. TCL brings you joy and simplicity through innovative technology. Learn more at TCL.com. So we're going to hit you with two episodes of Purple Daily today. One is the prediction, write that down episode. This is an episode reacting to our friend Tom Pelissero's report on the Pat McAfee show. I think Ian Rappaport, he's his, co- uh, his, uh, his colleague, mm-hmm. was filling in yesterday, McAfee on paternity leave. Let's roll the clip here. This is Tom Pelissero with some juicy Viking steam. Will Levis was sitting there when the Vikings pick came up at number 23 and they didn't take him. They were making calls about moving up very high in the draft. But my understanding is that was for one player, and that was Bryce Young who ended up going number one. And so there went any possibility for Minnesota to go get him. They knew he wasn't going to be uh, a Minnesota Viking. And then so, you know, the focus really turned toward getting another weapon for the offense uh, in the draft, whether that be a wide receiver or running back. They end up with Jordan Addison, who should be a really good fit. They think he's an elite type of route runner. Uh, Can be a really good compliment to Justin Jefferson there. What do you make of that? Huh? We had had heard some rumblings behind the scenes that the Vikings were – doing their due diligence at minimum to see what it would take to get up into the top three. And Pelissero, and and we don't really know, like, is it one quarterback? Is it two? Is it three? Is it Anthony Richardson? Right. And he says, he confirms that they absolutely were doing homework on getting up into the top two or three, but only if Bryce Young were to have fallen. So what do you, what do you make of that one? Well, I think there's a lot of directions to go because this is intriguing. I had not heard, so we, we heard... All three of us heard Richardson initially was their their guy um, late in the process, and that they had possibly tried to get up to the what the Cardinals pick at three mm-hmm. uh, to get him. They came up short there. The fact that they thought so, they must have thought Bryce Young was going to fall because clearly they they were not going to get. I don't think Carolina's pick at one, which had transferred from Chicago. Um, I make a couple things of this. So the first thing is just as an aside. I don't think that Kevin O'Connell is hung up on the actual stature, the physical stature, the height of the quarterback. Because Bryce Young's a smaller guy. So, like, this is intriguing. Um, I think O'Connell is is very much looking for what he wants in a skill set. But I think and, – and the interesting thing is this, you guys. Kevin O'Connell – and look, he wasn't great, okay? But he's still, what, a third-round pick in 2008 of the Patriots? Mm-hmm. Kevin O'Connell was a tall quarterback. So this says this says to me that Kevin O'Connell says, you know, height is great, but height is not the be all end all because Bryce Young certainly has an opportunity to prove that. So that's my first thing. Just complete aside out of left field a little bit. The second thing is there is no question that with all of the steam that we heard and that now Tom brings to the table for the first time, I think linking the Vikings potentially to Bryce Young, there is no question that they had a certain, and and look, they weren't going to go crazy, clearly, but that the plan is to bring in a quarterback and a good one. 
and a potential starter, not a guy that's going to sit behind uh, Kirk, not a guy that's going to sit like Jordan Love has. Like, there is no doubt that this team is actively looking to get cheaper but still have a really good QB because there are plans. I'll tease this because it's just becoming clear. I, I don't – I haven't heard Are you going to report something right now? Clear. No, I'm, I, I am connecting the dots here. Windows they, are windy fingers. It's yes, it is clear. It is interesting. I find it why why does it look like the Vikings are doing so much work and it's a rhetorical question on 2024. Like think about this. Like they, they are because they don't have a quarterback under contract other than Jaron Hall. Right, but I mean the easy thing would have been to go back to Kirk, right? And extend Kirk for a couple more years. They're not doing that. Like there's, there are, there are more things at work. I think behind the scenes, and I don't know if, if they've identified the the 2024 free agent class or what. Um, but the more that you put the pieces of this puzzle together, it really looks like this roster is going to look significantly different. Not in 23, it's different. Not significantly in 2024 and that this quarterback chip is clearly a key part of that. I have a couple takeaways too. I'm curious to hear Declan when you, when you saw that Pelissera report that they, and by the way, Judd, you said they weren't going to go crazy. Well, they were, they, like, they, they were willing to go crazy for Bryce young, but, but you're saying they weren't willing to go crazy for just any quarterback. Correct. They had one identified, but they were, they were willing to go absolutely crazy if it meant getting up into the top three. But what did you make of that Dex? So, I mean, everyone kind of knew Bryce Young was going to be number one overall. So if if it was just Bryce Young, I think it was kind of foolish to assume that, oh, if he falls, like, we'll go up and get him. Like, everyone knew he was going one overall, at least by the time the last few days of the draft going up. So if their smokescreen was, hey, we're actually, you know, we're telling everyone that it's Hendon Hooker, so people don't think we're actually, you know, we're maybe looking at Anthony Richardson, okay, you know, because they're they're putting the smokescreen out that they don't really want Hendon Hooker, they want Anthony Richardson. I think that they clearly wanted to go get a quarterback, but they probably got a little scared at the ammunition, weren't in love with the other ones that weren't named Bryce Young, and therefore felt it was better for them to just stay at 23, get a wide receiver, get the right player for them at that pick instead of mortgaging assets for someone they probably obviously were not in love with. See, I think there was a time where C.J. Stroud was being projected maybe as the number one pick. and Because remember like a month or two before the draft, especially around the combine, Bryce Young's size was really in question. It was, oh, my God, he he right. showed up, and he's barely six feet tall, and and his listed weight was like 190 or 195 at the combine, but there was some speculation that he bulked up to get to that weight so that he could have better measurables at the combine. Mm-hmm. So I wonder, like, when Pelissero reports this, he could be talking about any different point between the combine and the draft. That, hey, well, there was a time when Bryce, maybe Stroud was going to go number one, or Levis, or Richardson, and there was some steam behind the scenes that Bryce Young was going to fall. So I think just kind of piecing it together, because Declan's right, by the end, it's absurd to think that you're going to trade up for Bryce Young. Like in the last week leading up, I mean, all the, the Vegas, all the markets were saying, yeah, it's Bryce Young, it's Bryce Young. So I, I think some of the speculation goes further back. But my main takeaway here is if there's any doubt, about this front office's willingness or want to go crazy and trade multiple first-round picks for a quarterback they think is the successor, this report answers that question. 
Mm-hmm. And and maybe Caleb Williams and Drake May in 2024, if, if they were willing to do it for Bryce Young, a lot of people smarter than me who evaluate draft prospects say that Caleb Williams and Drake May are better prospects than Bryce Young is. So maybe this was the Vikings sort of test run. Someone someone sent a Feedback Friday question about this last week. That maybe they were using this as a little bit of a test run. Go through your quarterback evaluation process. Start to have some conversations with teams about what it would take to go from like the 20th pick up into the top three. But if you're planning on doing this again next year, you have to hope and pray that the two worst teams in the NFL are not quarterback needy teams. You really need them to be teams that are bad but already have a quarterback in place. And maybe it's the Panthers again or something. Like you're rooting for the Panthers to win three games with Bryce Young. Maybe Bryce Young gets hurt or something. Not terribly. Because if the first two teams in the draft, much like this year, are quarterback needy and they want Caleb Williams and Drake May, you're not gonna, there's no amount of first-round picks that you're going to be able to offer, I think, that would get you up into one of those two spots. But but their willingness to do it is very interesting. Yeah, and plus that, if, if, you, if you do get a team that doesn't need a quarterback at one or two, you're now going to be competing against the teams like Tampa that do, that potentially aren't one or, or two, so... But when I say that they're not, when I say that they weren't willing to go crazy, one of two things took place. One is with the 23rd pick, they just simply couldn't put together a package that met what the teams were asking for, i.e. like the Cardinals, or it became a point, a price point that became too much. And so like, that's my question is what's the price point and what are they willing to do? The other thing is, as far as the 2024 quarterback class goes, um, I'd be curious what the reality of the scouting is on that. You know, I mean, we we at this point in time often talk about who we perceive or who are projected by the experts to be the top quarterbacks, but are they the top ones? Are they the top ones and they're going to be joined by a third or fourth guy? Like there's so like there's so much time between now and, and then, and it certainly has happened where guys have emerged. So, but this is just such an interesting to me time period to follow and be a Vikings fan mm-hmm. because you don't, again, you don't know what they're going to do, but if you start to sort of follow the path now, it becomes very clear that they are trying to make a splash move. And I guess the question is this, if you're going to draft a quarterback, so like if that is the, the goal, which again, in, in the first round gets you five years of team control at a very reasonable price, where's the other money going? Like, it's going to Jefferson, I get that. It's going to Hawkinson to a certain degree, but he's not really going to truly break the bank. Justin probably will. But where are the other expenditures? What are you going to beef up? Like, there is there is just so obviously a plan here in place. And, like, we can deduct it, but we still don't know that if that plan includes a cheap quarterback, now you have freed up cap space that's going to go somewhere else. And besides Jefferson, my question is, What's that plan? You know, uh, just real quick on Hawkinson. So I think he's going to break the bank for a, from a tight end perspective. But the beauty of where tight end salaries are slotted, it sounds crazy to say this because Travis Kelsey is doing fine financially, but Travis Kelsey makes peanuts compared to top wide receivers, and right. he's one of the best pass catchers in the league. But for some reason, the tight end market has sort of settled in around $15 million, $14, 15000000 million a year for the top guys whereas the top wide receivers is more like $30 million. Is Tyree Kill worth double what Travis Kelsey is to his team? The Chiefs said no. (laughs) 
But the Chiefs decided, actually, we think Kelsey at $15 million, even though he's older, is a much better value than uh, than Tyree Kill at 30 But the Chiefs did have to say goodbye. Like, they couldn't keep both. So it'll be interesting. The Vikings, it looks like they're going to go forward with contract extensions. And I think Hawkinson's probably going to be close to setting a new market because he's the newest guy and he's 26 years old. But setting a new market's going to be like 15 to $17 million at that position. Justin Jefferson setting a new market's going to be like 30 to $35 million. Can they afford to keep both those guys? The answer is very much yes if your quarterback makes nothing. Right. Even if he's the number one overall pick, which they're not going to have, those guys are still making like nine or ten million dollars compared to, you know, forty million dollars for a Daniel Jones. Another thing too, you kind of brought this up, Judd, but the profile of the quarterback that they're in, I'm sure there's different. Like obviously if they could get a six foot four athletic freak like a Drake May, awesome with a big arm. But the willingness to maybe trade all the way up for a six foot, barely six foot quarterback who's mobile. It kind of opens because there was some thought that maybe like like the Colts like big bodied quarterbacks, for instance, and there or the there's there's all these different prototypes. If the Vikings are willing to draft smaller quarterbacks that are mobile, it, and I mean Jaron Hall, I mean Jaron Hall's not a big guy, or he's like six feet tall, six foot one, and they seem to love him. Maybe not as much as like a first round quarterback, but it kind of it kind of opens up the window of oh, so just because Kevin O'Connell is tall and has worked with. <laughs> Taller quarterbacks, Matthew Stafford, et cetera, doesn't mean that he's not willing to go take a Russell Wilson prototype or a Bryce Young prototype, right? Yes. And I, I think it's uh I think we fall in love with what the scouts tell us, right? Like you need a big quarterback. He's got to be tall and, and the reality is it comes down to this. How does the guy play? And by that I, I mean does he play big? Does he have an ability? Because, like, the most important thing is your sense, right? Your sense, your timing, pocket presence, when to move, when not to move. And I think there's far more that goes into the actual scouting of this position than, like, we think. Because we're we're used to the prototypes. Okay, this is the prototypical thing, and this works. Well, it, it doesn't work all of the time. But more importantly, what can the coach work with? And... That's why the key here is that you have a coach who is a quarterback guy. Like, that's the thing about this is if you don't have a coach who is a quarterback guy, you are, and it's it's just become clear, you are risking putting yourself in a position where you are not going to develop that player as best that, that you can. And when you find him, do you know exactly what you are looking at or are you perceiving you know, his combine work or his film work? Are you perceiving that that's just him? Well, if I'm O'Connell, I'm thinking to myself, okay, I can develop him. I can help him out. And he's already good. So like, there's just so many variables as far as what the Vikings are going to do that we have not been exposed to probably quarterback wise since Denny. Right. Yeah. Yes. It's uh, I, I love that they took a swing at Jaron Hall. I love that they were thinking about taking a big swing into the top three and it, it's so hard to project out to 2024 because, you know, like if Kirk goes crazy again and, and gets MVP votes or something, like you're maybe entertaining. Maybe you say, all right, well, God, maybe we won 12 games again, and God, he's healthy. All right, let's keep let's keep the Kirk train. The Kirk train is is an option beyond Absolutely. 2023. Not closing door. Jaron Hall knocking the socks off people behind the scenes is an option beyond 2023. You know, I, 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 the only option I don't want them to 
to get themselves into is the cross your fingers and hope that someone falls option. I think you have to have a plan to go get your guy. I don't think that's their style. I really don't. Like with how they approach things in sort of a calculated mathematical way, mm-hmm. I don't think their style is to hope. And they both talk about being aggressive and play calling, being yeah. aggressive and trading in the draft and whatnot. So it just don't don't be passive and like, oh my God, let's hope that a quarterback falls. I guess oh Will Levis is falling, so right. therefore we have to we'll draft him. If you him. if you don't like Will if you weren't willing to trade up for Will Levis Yep. Don't then draft him with your only pick in the top 86 picks. And so That's I'm glad. Yep, exactly. This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Um, you know what? When it comes to uh, quarterback uncertainty, there's a lot, if not. When it comes to nutrition uncertainty, Athletic Greens AG1 can help you, just like it's been helping me for the better part of six years. So AG1 is like nutritional insurance to start your day. You wake up, or you can do it in the afternoon if you want to, just mix one scoop with a bottle of water, And you've got your full allotment of nutrients for the day. 75 high-quality ingredients that give me important daily nutrients. Brain fog, for me, my own personal experience, brain fog lifted, energy levels heightened, helps with my gut health. And I generally just feel dialed in when I am drinking a big glass of AG1. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash purple daily, athleticgreens.com slash purple daily. Also a shout out to our friends at Dennis Kirk. It is riding season. The weather is turning. Finally, you'll find what you need at denniskirk.com. So you can ride more and wait less over 180,000 parts and accessories in stock for motorcycle riders, clothing and helmets as well. Shipping is free for orders over $89. If you order by 8 p.m., they ship the same day. Everything you need for your ride at DennisKirk.com. We're getting some schedule spoilers trickling out, gentlemen. Isn't it great? You already <laughs> listed one of them. There's the one of the three Christmas games. Yep. Sorry, NBA. It's been a good run for you on <laughs> it Christmas. It really was great. Those five games were fantastic, but move out of the way. Yeah. Very cute. Eagles and Giants on Christmas Day. We all of the... All of the uh, like Germany and England yeah. games have been put out. The Jaguars are playing back to back weeks in London at one point, I That's believe. Fine. Yeah, this is a test. This, this is a test. For now, this is only a test. Let's say let's put them out there for back to back weeks. Now, what if they stay out there for like a month? For, what about a what if season? You play your whole season yeah. out there. <laughs> hey, Jaguars fans, enjoy your team in London. We have the first ever Black Friday NFL game on the schedule: Jets versus Dolphins. 
a 3 p.m. start time on Black Friday. Hey, college football, it's been fun for you, too. Move aside as well. I love what, the— what, what used to be the big—it was Texas, Texas A&M, right? That used to be the big mm-hmm. college football game. There's a couple of them, I guess. Nebraska, right? Yeah, Nebraska. I feel like Nebraska has always played a home game or did play a home game. I think the golfers— Weren't the golfers supposed to play a Black Friday game at home during the pandemic and they, or before the pandemic and then the pandemic hit and I think they mm. called it off. Wisconsin? Would they play Wisconsin that week? Or it Iowa? Was something like that. They they were, I think it was Iowa, but they definitely were going to play one. But anyway, you know what? College football, it's been fun. You're so cute. But move aside. <laughs> Oh, the NBA, just your little shorts and dribbling. Oh, and all yeah, that you stuff. Got your, uh, yeah, you got your, yeah, you guys got your basketball. Yeah. I'm trying to see if there's been any others. I love how the NFL can't help itself, man. They just, let's trickle, let's trickle a couple games here. Here's another one. Let's see here. Uh, New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. This is Sunday, December 31st on CBS, 325 yes. Central Time. Joe Burrow versus Patrick Mahomes, week 17. Second to last week of the season. It's on. It's on. That also tells you the NFL is not totally married to division games in Week 17. Yeah, this it's is true. Not, this is not a division Ooh, game. Good point. Good so Mahomes, Burrow, very interesting. I think those are the only ones so far, the only spoilers so far. Until we get the uh, NFL NFL schedule leaks Twitter account fires back <laughs> up and tricks everyone. And I think, uh, if great. I'm not mistaken... If I'm not mistaken, ESPN announced that they're going to have a leak on or, or an announcement on tomorrow afternoon on one of the Monday night games or something like that as well. Okay, tomorrow so, afternoon. So like, yeah. So like during before. their show. So so like, it looks like each network gets to announce a game, right? Like, okay, you can announce your Christmas Day game, or you can announce this or that, and. It's like the one you get to open one present on Christmas Eve. Yeah, it's not the big one. Exactly. It's just you get you get exactly. you get the middle intermediate present one. <laughs> yeah. Hey Johnny, what's that in the closet? Yeah. Oh Dad, thanks so much. Oh look, no, it's a pair oh, of socks. Look, it's a, yeah, yeah, it's no. a cardigan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Oh, it's a it's robe. The, it's a robe. It's the Thursday night opener <laughs> on NBC. <laughs> yes. Tomorrow night we go live at. We go live at 7 o'clock Central Time tomorrow night. I don't know if we've decided that, but that's that makes sense, right? The schedule comes out at 7 o'clock, so we'll go live on the Purple Daily Channel okay. at 7 o'clock tomorrow night. I think I don't think it's like the like the NCAA tournament where they like release it once every say, but they, all of the schedules just come out at 7 o'clock, right? Correct. They all just okay. hit the, yes, the, the team sites. So we will have the Viking schedule, and then we can pick it. Yes, we will. Are we going to pick it? We're going to pick it tomorrow night, right? And then we can react to some that's of the bigger themes on Friday. I think so. That's I think we guys. pick it tomorrow night. Yeah. You. We do a live pick, uh, and then we'll do an additional one on it Friday, I would, I would assume. We'll pick it again on Friday? No, no, no. Well, we could, I, we could if we wanted to. I would just and say And then again more. on Saturday? And then again on Saturday. Then I'm going to get my Ventline guests on Sunday. They're going to pick it with me. It's going to be a whole thing. Coming up now. Here's the <laughs> schedule. Picking you know the what? schedule now. Picking schedule. I am inexplicably excited about this. Inexplicably, inexplicably dude. This is one of the best be. days of the really, offseason. I am really excited about this. What's hilarious is I love the pushback. Like, oh, yeah. What's the big deal? You already know who the opponents are. What's the I, big deal? You just get to find out in what order they play those teams in. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah that's, and awesome. that's all the fun. And the holidays in which you get to actually 
watch football, consume games. You don't you have to worry about play, family. You want to play the bye week too, so Declan can golf and Judd can get mad at him. Yeah. Like we want to be able to plan. Yeah, when, when can I take my time off? Yeah, that's that that that's I like one of my Declan, favorite things. The gals want to know too. Can yeah. we like get oh to a cabin God. for yeah, a weekend no, or something? Gonna, like what can we? That's what I was going to say. When yeah, can we? When can we come up for she, air? She wants to know the Chiefs game because she wants to go to the Chiefs game really badly as a fan. So that's why she keeps oh, keeps how like, anything. What, what's what's the latest scuttlebutt? It's like I don't know. I don't I, I don't know any much more. And so when you see it, you scream and you'll announce it. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll go from there. It'll be fine. I hope she's saving her dough because that's going to be an yeah. expensive ticket, yeah. especially Have after Tay Tay in Nashville. What's the what's weekend? the current? How many? Yeah, some big uh, big travel. The gal is spending some the serious cash. Well, uh, you better be careful. I have a sugar mom. That's nice. I like it. What are we at in terms of like when they release? Do they they do single season or single tickets? Right? How many season ticket? Yeah, I guess seats are already taken at US Bank Stadium because there's a wait list for season tickets. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And I don't know if like when they release the schedule tomorrow, if like immediately single game tickets go on sale. I think there's a window of when that actually happens. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so it's not like it'll happen right away, but at least you can start planning. You know. Yeah, I think single game tickets go on sale after July, and that that Chiefs game screams secondary market. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be very hard to get because that's a yeah. The Chiefs fans, game. it's a really easy drive. Just drive up, yeah, ten hours or whatever. They probably travel well for that game. Maybe it'll be a Sunday night game. Here's a good. I'm banking on it. Netflix's docu series facing off head to head. Let's go. Still tried to roll in there. Didn't work out. Oh, that's what that was. I got stuck. Like, on why a, do you have a weird <laughs> smile on your? I got face? stuck on a cord. I got stuck on a cord. It happens to it happens to Collinsworth once in a while too. So anyhow, uh, there you go. There's your uh, there's your dose of reckless speculation from Tom Pelissero. Our friends at Federated Insurance, by the way, are like a great offensive line for your business. Federated Insurance, and they've been a great partner of ours here for what we're about four years old now at Score North, four and a half years old, and uh, they've been with us every step of the way. They offer a great guiding hand, especially for next generation business owners, too. If you're taking over the family business or maybe you are um, a young and fast riser in a company or business leader, Federated can help your business. Federatedinsurance.com, where it's our business to protect yours. Uh, The second chunk of Purple Daily today includes a brief accountability session and some predictions that I'm guessing are going to be very schedule heavy. We also have the XFL championship game. This coming weekend, XFL Bowl or whatever they call it. More power to you guys. Let's go. See you guys.